Today on the Diz List, we discuss the top five character experiences at Walt Disney World. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and welcome to episode 27, where we discuss the top five character experiences at Walt Disney World. But before we get to the list, if you've been enjoying the show, please take time to rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also, be sure to share us with your friends and family and whoever else you think would enjoy listening. Um, you can also follow along on Twitter and Instagram at DizListPod. Um, this is our first episode in the new year, so... Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, 2023. Um, what are you hoping for in this new year from Disney? I know we talked about it on our wish list episode a few weeks back, but what do you what do you think? Well, I think with change of leadership, what it's going to do is it's going to create a whole lot more positivity within the company, not only the, the fans, but yeah. the people that are working within the company. And, I mean, I don't know this for a fact. This is all kind of hearsay, but... From what I know, there there weren't a lot of people that were huge fans of you know the previous CEO, and bringing back a fan favorite not only by the employees but from fans, I, I think is it kind of has renewed everyone's happiness and and excitement for the Walt Disney Company. So I'm looking for lots of good things. I mean, it's you know, obviously it's a really generic general answer, but. I think change at the top is really going to trickle down and make for some awesome things that are going to come. Not only the parks, but movies, TV, Disney Plus. I don't know. What do you think? I think that you know we can take a step back and recognize that you know perhaps Iger's not going to do anything differently, but the very fact that he's more likable will change morale. And Absolutely, and good morale amongst cast members translates to better experiences for guests. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for our trips we have planned this year. Yeah. Um, you are doing something you've never done before, Disney-related. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be fantastic. Uh, we're hopefully going to Disneyland, and I know I keep saying hopefully, um, but I haven't gone in and pressed that button to buy the tickets yet. Welcome back. That was a great Great halftime show with Emmett Otter. I love I love a good jug band. We used to watch that growing up with my cousins. Yeah, it was a, always a fun thing we would watch every year. A tradition. I don't think I've watched it in like maybe fifteen, twenty years though. Really? Yeah, because we were like in you know middle school and watching and yeah, I gotta go that's back and scary, watch that. Is it way. on Disney Plus? Yeah, but that's scary that you just said that, right? What that I haven't it, watched it in twenty years? And then you followed it up with yeah, because we were in middle school. Like when that, did it? No, but I'm just. What's scary is the fact that we're that old. We're old people now. Want, so yeah, I want to look up the release. Yeah, you, you um, talk I, about our list I, a little bit. I, well, want, I, I, want I to mean, look this up. I can tell you right now. I, you I, know I, when it came out? Well, only because I actually had pulled it up. Uh, it's 1977. Holy cow! I was going to guess the 80s. No, December wow. 4th, 1977. Sheesh! I didn't um, realize it was that old. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Oh, um, that's so. Cool. Today, what we're going to talk about is our character experiences, our character interactions. Um, Can you be too old to uh, get your photo taken with a character? I mean, I can't think of an age at which it's it's inappropriate. <laughs> okay? Um, I think that what's important to understand is that character interactions at 
I'll, here's what I will start with because this is important for perspective. When I first went, now we have talked on this show before. I'm a Disney newbie. I've always liked Disney movies and stuff like that, but but I had not gone to the parks until 2019, and I was of the thought that it's going. It's got to be so awkward with like characters and like the especially the ones that don't talk. You know, face characters at least they talk. And I remember thinking to myself, it's gonna, it's gonna be whatever. The kids can go do it. And I've got a couple on my list that when I met them, I was like a little kid. And mm-hmm. it is magical. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't think as a, you know, 40 something year old man that you're going to like get sucked into that. But it, they interact, they make you feel comfortable. They, I don't know what kind of education they give these people in the Disney university. Cause they go and they take the classes. You have to take but, performance classes, but the way that they get you to interact with them. Yeah. Now look, you, they read the room. They, they are very good at reading the room. Like if you're not into it, they they'll move along, um, but I I can tell you I was shocked. And my son was one I thought was not. He was totally not into it. He was I'm just gonna go and you know let let my let my uh, sister go ahead and get the autographs and whatnot. Then he started getting autographs and wanted to collect them. Then he was the one. He was the buffer between uh, my daughter who was a little bit skeptical at the time and the character. And then like now it's he loves it. He he loves meeting new characters. It's yeah. like a it's a Pokemon thing for him. So. Yeah, and I mean, my kids are older, and they haven't grown out of it. They, you know, it's just, it's just such a fun experience. It is. It is. Get your picture taken. and Absolutely. Um, so you want to start this off then? Yeah, yeah. Um, my first one is maybe not as conventional or, you know, traditional, I will say, as a normal meet and greet, and maybe kind of a weird one to start off on, but my first one that I'll start off with takes place over in Galaxy's Edge, and that is when Kylo Ren and the Stormtroopers walk around. Now, I know it's a different type of meet-and-greet. You're not waiting in line. They're just kind of walking around, which I'll get to a little bit later in my list, too. But one of the fun interactions was my my son was kind of walking around, and Kylo Ren came right up to him and started talking. And I know that they're, like, pre-recorded things that they can say, but he was asking him if he would join the dark side and my son just looks up and goes yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> normally kids are kind of nervous and he looks up yeah. and he's he's like oh yeah i'll join the dark side <laughs> this and is did, really funny have you ever met did you ever meet kylo when it was a meet and greet uh yes i did that's okay. when it was in launch bay yes correct yep. yes and i have actually have the chewbacca one on my honorable mention and um when i got to meet chewbacca he came up and gave me a huge hug and I may have teared up a little bit, may not. So uh, we'll see if there maybe, weren't any witnesses. Maybe he just has bad body odor, smell like cutting <laughs> onions, or something like that. No, it was, it was pretty awesome. It was yeah. pretty special. Getting you know, getting to see those yeah. Star Wars characters in, in real life was was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I know that out in California, we've mentioned this before. They're bringing out uh, Fennec Shan. They're bringing out uh, Boba Fett. They're bringing out um, the Mandalorian with Grogu together in one, which is so cool that they get them out there. And my my thought is, is the reason I think Disneyland gets those things first is, I mean, that's the land of actors and actresses. So I feel like they get more people that are trying to, you know, make it in Hollywood and they have more of the ability to, to perform. That's a guess, though. I don't know. It's, my take on it think? is that there's less parks and so they need less talent. Yeah. I don't mean they not that they're less talented. They need less people, so 
when I say talent, I mean like the actual people. They need they need less actors. Right. So the resume stack is pretty high, and they can be a little bit more choosy. Well, I, I guess I may, I mean like if you're going to have a Mickey in every park, if you're going to have a Minnie in every park, if you're going to have a Donald in every – when you start adding up all the things you need to have in every park, now you have less and less people to choose from to throw out a Boba, a yeah. Mando, right. um, you know, a Fennec. Like you, you can't do those specialty characters because you just don't have the actual ca- – the, the physical people, the you know, you don't have them. Whereas over there, there's two parks. You know what I mean? So so they don't need to have uh, four different Mickeys, Minis, Daisies, Donalds. They don't yeah. need that. But So to end, I'll, I'll just finish with this one. You know, as far as character interactions, there's different versions of what, what a character interaction can be. They can be walking around and walk right up to you and yeah. talk and... So that's totally different than a lot of the other ones that I'm going to mention on my list. So um, my number five is the Stormtroopers and Kylo Ren in Galaxy's Edge. What do you have? So my number five is staying in the same vein here as far as the universe goes, and that would be Chewie. Because when I met Chewie at the launch bay, it was one of – that was the moment. So I was by myself. Um, The the kids were off with their mother watching – Man, I can't remember which um, which one of the shows in Hollywood Studios it was, whether it was Frozen or... Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. One of the two. I think it was Little Mermaid. Or it could be... There's also Beauty and the Beast. Um, I don't think it was that. Okay. Um, it could have been. Either way, um, I went into Launch Bay by myself and met Kylo. That was cool. Um, I like Kylo better as a walk around than as a meet and greet because mm-hmm. it's it can, awkward. It can be awkward. It's like really You're awkward. You're standing there next to this villain. Right? And he's like, only got so many things he can say. Yeah. Chewie doesn't have to say anything. I would, that was the moment that I realized, okay, so like, this is, this is what it feels like to be a little kid meeting Mickey mm-hmm. because meeting Chewbacca, getting a big hug and talking to Chewbacca. I mean, I know he's not saying words but i mean it was oh man it was one of the best experiences i wish they'd bring that particular meet and greet back as opposed to oh, just yeah. seeing him from afar it's cool to see him and, and you know he and ray from afar or walking around but walking in and giving a hug to chewbacca i it was it was amazing and we talk about people eaters a lot on the show and what that means is you're what they're looking for is places that are going to suck people in and take them out of other areas and make it so the park mm-hmm. seems less crowded. They want more people. They want your money, but they want to spread people out. And I think something like that is a great idea because, you know, people will do a, they may even buy a Genie Plus just so they can book that experience with with Chewbacca. And the nice thing about Chewbacca t- is that Chewbacca has been in so many of the films that it's sort of... Um, transcends generation so our generation that grew up with the original trilogy with han and chewbacca and then you have um the prequel series that also features chewbacca pretty heavily he's that universal character that so many generations are going to want to meet and he was in oh geez which one of the prequels he was in um part three yeah 
Because they go to um, they Kashyyyk, go, they, home they actually planet. go to Kashyyyk, yeah. Right. I haven't watched those in a long time. Well, there's not really a good reason to watch yeah, them. I'm not a huge fan. I think Mikey's getting mad at us right now listening. That's <laughs> okay. Uh, so that was my number five, Chewbacca. Number four for you? Uh, number four is kind of a an interesting one. That was a great surprise on um, our 2019 trip during Christmas time as we walked into Epcot. We get through the main gates, we scan our magic bands and get through, and we're walking up to Spaceship Earth, and we look off to the right-hand side, and there's Pluto just chilling there, just standing there off to the side. There's there's an area that's kind of under an awning, and it has a flat kind of white background, and there's a row of bushes in the front. Are you familiar with where I'm talking about yes. there? So over there, there was just Pluto hanging out with, with another cast member, yeah, member with I don't his know, hand- a handler. Handler. Sure. Yep. And... She was he walking was, the dog. He, and Pluto was just waving at us. And there was nobody there. Pluto's waving. And, and I look over and I go, let's go see Pluto. And my wife yeah. was like, let's do it. So we went over. We got our, our picture taken with Pluto. And I think Pluto had like earmuffs on. It was obviously Christmas themed. And it was just so great. It was like this 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 moment that we weren't planning for. And Pluto was just there hanging out, waving. And it was just, just a great opportunity. And and. and this list for me are things that mean a lot to me and my experiences. I'm not saying these are the top five best ones you can have in the park. These are ones that meant a lot to me personally. And obviously the Chewbacca one was that for you as well. It was just exciting. So we have this great family photo of the four of us with Pluto mouth open, big tongue sticking out. Not me, Pluto. And, uh, <laughs> but I the, love that you had to clarify and <laughs> listeners were like wondering, I guarantee it. They were. Who are you talking about? Then the last time we went to in, in the summer, we, we walked by at one point and they had Goofy stationed where Pluto was last time. This and then, summer? Yep. And then further down, we saw Pluto in kind of a separate area, not where Pluto was the first time. So to the far left, it was Goofy. And then kind of further down, there was a separate line for photo with with um, Pluto, mm-hmm. un, kind of under the cover. Yeah. Um, it's one of the times, I can't remember, we weren't together, obviously. Yeah, we, we I don't split up that. Pretty f- frequently. But um, I said to my wife, do you want to get our picture taken again? Maybe we can get Goofy. She goes, nah, the line's pretty long. Kids are tired. Let's go back and take a break. So it must have been midday at that point so Mm -hmm. number four to me was a great surprise at the gate of epcot and that was wouldn't say pluto and goofy so character interaction at the gate what do you have for four so my number four is one that i can pretty much guarantee i won't i mean i'm a stats guy so i'll say 99 percent certain that is not on your list and probably not on a lot of people's list is the fairy godmother not on my list so in 2019 we brought my wife's mother with us and behind Cinderella's castle, we saw the fairy godmother. And I, you know, it, the line was short. Um, like we were probably third or fourth in line. We wait and the kids go up, to, and then the kids are taking pictures. And the fairy godmother notices that we are with, that the kids are with their grandmother. And so she has a full blown conversation with my mother in law about how us us godmothers have to stay stay together. And it was an amazing interaction. <laughs> my my mother-in-law gets pulled into like a, you know at the beginning you asked are you ever too old for a picture with a character? I mean, she wasn't. She had no problem getting up there and getting her picture taken with with a fellow godmother, you know, a, f- a fellow fairy godmother she kept calling her. It was an amazing interaction. It's a memory that I know 
that my wife will have uh, of her and her mother and her daughter. So three generations getting that's cool. To, and it was a it's an amazing. It, it speaks volumes to the types of people that they get, and I know this is silly, but when a character is that good, that person, especially a face character, when a face character is that good, that person becomes the only one that matters. And I can still pick that particular woman out when you're watching, when I'm watching like footage from the parks and I see the fairy godmother, I'm like, Oh, there's the one that we saw. (laughs) Um, so it's amazing. It was a great interaction. It's so underrated. And because it's not necessarily someone you think of wanting to meet, um, it was um, not a long line, and we were able to get our pictures done with that with her. And it, to me, it was a great memory. It so kind of behind the castle where sometimes the the stepsisters meet too. Yeah, but, I know what you mean. Um, so yeah, it was it was a that was a great experience. That was my number four. So um, my number three, um, I I go way back with Walt Disney World. Um, I've been going the majority of my life. If you listen regularly you'll know i've told these stories before but one of the greatest things about growing up and and going to disney is um, my character interactions and having you know my dad take these photos of of me and my mom and my sister and my cousins and my aunt and with all the different characters and we still have those so i I like to dig them out from time to time and, and look at these pictures so when i was coming up with this list my thought was, you know, I love the way it used to be. And I want to find those pictures that I have. And I'm sure there's some that my, my parents have that uh, I don't have copies of in my phone because I'll you know take a photo of a photo. And then I show my kids and they laugh and they go, oh, my gosh, look at daddy. He was so little. He had hair. And <laughs> he had hair. <laughs> oh, God. And uh, I found quite a few. So I, I have, I think I found seven of them. And... Um, when we post on social media, maybe um, Nick can post kind of the um, the collage that I made with all seven of the pictures. So the way it used to be is characters would just walk around. Okay, and I, I guess it's kind of this way at at Disneyland. I'll find out in a couple months here, but characters would just walk around, and you would walk up to them and and say, you know, can I get a picture? You shake your hand. I don't think I would. I would say, can I get a picture? As a kid, I would just go up and shake their hand and just start a conversation with them because. It's kind of the way I am. I will walk right up and just start talking. And um, true, I'm sure my mom will say, "Can we get a picture?" And um, so we'd pose for a picture. And my dad was our, for the picture, Robbie. My dad was our family photographer, and he would always take the picture for us. And um, it's nice that we still have those memories. So I kind of made a list of the <laughs> the different characters, and it's some it's some wild ones. Were you surprised by who some of these walk around characters I were? I cannot wait to share some of that with with our listeners it's crazy so um i'll start with one of the more obvious ones but actually there's two of me with Minnie, but i only included one of them so there's Minnie, but she's wearing her japanese kimono yep so our guess was that that particular photo is probably taken in epcot in japan that's our guess mm-hmm. uh the next one that's you know relatively common character that you can still see is uh tigger and tigger was um obviously walking around we're trying to by looking at the pictures, I'm trying to identify where where I was during each one of these. So Tigger, I don't even know where it was. I'm 
trying to show. Here's here's the original photo here, and you you can see it if you want to follow along with these on mm-hmm. on social media. I'll post them on social media. Nick's gonna post them. So Tigger is one. Now Tigger does a meet and greet now uh, when you're waiting in line for uh, many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I've seen that before. I know that. So when you're getting in line, way to the far left of the line, they do a meet and greet there. I'm pretty sure they do Pooh and Tigger. I don't know if they do any of the other characters, but those are the ones that I know that they'll they'll do at that point. They used to, and I don't know if they brought it back yet, but they used to do um, at the end of the breakfast at 1900 Park Fair, the buffet. They used to have yeah. a, a Tigger meet and greet there, too. So there's also some pretty crazy ones. Dude, that, these are nightmare fuel. Yeah, so <laughs> Absolute nightmare fuel. One of the scariest ones. And there's a picture of me, huge smile on my face. I have a name tag on that says, hi, my name is Robbie. And you can see my aunt in the back laughing. And it's Br'er Fox. And Br'er Fo- look at his eyes. He looks like evil, doesn't he? I don't know who signed off on these <laughs> costumes. I cannot wait for our listeners. I'm going to post it's like frightening. a- I You know how on Twitter you can get like the content, like sensitive like content, like filter? <laughs> <laughs> like I, I need to do that with this. Like, careful, then, you might have a nightmare. And the next one over is King Louie. So King Louie from the Jungle Book. I'm posed with, and it's kind of a cool costume, though. It's not quite as scary, I guess. Uh, what all I'll say about that costume is it looks like something you could get at those the Halloween stores that pop up every year in like empty abandoned uh, grocery stores. His you know what ones I'm talking about. Look at his fur. His fur looks filthy. It looks like Chewbacca's fur. <laughs> it looks like he rolled up like a shag carpet. Put it on. Oh, my gosh. And then uh, the the last two, which are... These just, are hilarious. They're hilarious. It's Honest John and Gideon from Pinocchio. And the one... <laughs> Gideon looks so funny. Gideon's the cat, and the Honest John is the, is the fox. They're going very heavy on the fox characters yeah. through, through the 1980s. Uh, the the picture of uh, Honest John, he's like leaning Dude, down he like looks... he's about to take a bite out of my head. Yeah. Or kidnap him. I don't what know. Is going, those gloves don't even look like they fit his hand. They're, they're going to take me off to, uh, oh gosh, what's the, the Pleasure name? Island. Pleasure Island. Oh my gosh. And then Gideon. Oh my gosh, that's face. I, I, I look a little unsure. And the, you look at the picture of my sister. My mom's holding my sister. My sister's looking over like, what is <laughs> look at, look yeah. this? Oh, yeah. My sister's like, what is this thing? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we will uh, oh we God. will post those so you guys can have the visual so effect as funny. well. So I'll be sure to post them <laughs> on the day that this releases, so that way you can get the visual uh, as Rob's explaining it because it is quite terrifying. So uh, I guess uh, shout out to my my parents for uh, <laughs> taking these pictures and and saving them. So my my number three is the old school characters. <laughs> what do you have for three? My number three is an interaction we had with Merida. So, you know where she meets in that little, like, area there? Kind of like a... It's like her own little nook. I, it reminds me a little bit of an outdoor version of the grotto where uh, Ariel meets. Anyway, back in there, we go and meet, and um, my favorite interaction was between her and my daughter. At this point, my daughter had kind of come out of her shell with characters, and Good. she definitely had come out of her shell. She, I think for any kid that age, she was four at the time... Um, the face characters are much easier to interact with, and they're not as scary. Um, not that not that Disney characters are scary, but you know what I mean. Um, well, the heads are you know quadruple the size yeah. of a normal head, and yeah, it's it, I mean, it can be intimidating. So when she met, and it was a really good Merida, um, 
and she's talking to her and having interaction and, and asks her about her brother, right? And asks if she would like to come and live with her and she could trade, make a trade. <laughs> and so my daughter basically traded her brother in. For and, Merida. For Merida. And my son was going to have to live with, the, with her younger brothers. Those, those <laughs> mischievous little brothers of hers. So the, the interaction was great. Um, we have some amazing pictures of the kids with her. I can still hear the interaction in my head. Um, there's a great picture of my, my daughter holding her hand and looking up at Merida like, oh, I now have a big sis because I've just traded in my brother for Merida. So. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that at all. No. It's just what you do. Yeah, it is. It's what you it's do. It's just like trading baseball cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just traded them in for, for an upgrade. Um, and it was just a great interaction. Um, I think as parents, you know, she was interacting back and forth with us. As parents, it was nice to see my daughter really get pulled into that that um, – universe into that um you know the interaction was for her was so real um and i i think that looking back on it it's one of those other ones where that particular human is always going to be merida in my mind you yeah. know what i mean when i when i when you see the when picture. i see the picture it's like well, that's oh, the that's, merida we had that's that's the real merida right yep. there um so for me that was that was my number three i know that my kids still talk about that and they still love merida in that movie, I think a little more because of that interaction. Yeah. Um, it's a great meet and greet in general. Definitely. A lot of people um, rank Merida up there. So that's my number three. My number two um, kind of links, you know, the the old school interactions with, with the new because these characters have never gone away. Uh, all the way back from when I was seeing Gideon and those crazy scary ones, this character has been around for a long time. And Nick is looking at a picture uh, t- <laughs> taken by one of our good friends uh, we have hanging up here in the studio. And my number two is the Country Bears interactions. And one of the greatest things about the Country Bears interactions, and it's it's changed, and I'll, I'll explain. But generally, the Country Bears are out and around and saying hello and shaking hands and taking pictures. Similarly to the way all these characters used to be at Walt Disney World. So I was thinking about it the other day, and I'm wondering, and please weigh in when you hear this, Nick, is I wonder if the Country Bears characters are just kind of wandering around to help bring people into the show, and maybe because they're not super popular, they're not going to be mobbed? What do you think? You think that's part of it? I do think that part of it is they're not going to get mobbed. Uh, We all know the ridiculousness of Disney, um, specifically Magic Kingdom, on a busy day. If Mickey Mouse was just walking around, they would need too many handlers. Um, but with the country bears, it's not all that uncommon to see two of them even together. Right. And I can't even, you barely, I mean, I don't ever notice that there's a handler with them. I'm sure there is, there but, is yeah. but off to the side, yep. way off to the side. Cause nobody's mobbing them. I love their interactions. Cause like if you ride the Liberty bell, they'll wave to you, um, which goes to show, I mean, they're, they're able to like take the time out to go and stand on the edge near the water and wave because nobody's like looking to get up next to them and then, uh, or they'll be on the roof not right, on the roof but on the that's balcony. what I was going to say during COVID they kind of made the switch and now they would have you know Big Al or Liverlips or whoever would come up through the top and like look over the edge and wave to you and there's a great picture that my wife took that I had I, I had this tank top made that has Big Al's picture on it 
And um, I walked up and I was waving and I was showing my shirt. Like, I don't, it's like, I'm, it's like, he's my best friend. Like, Hey, big Al, remember me? Like, he'll give me the thumbs up. Oh, look at my tank top. And then he'll, he'll laugh and he'll give me the thumbs up. So then my wife has this picture of me. I should probably find this too. This picture of me, like pointing up to big Al, I'm standing below him and he's on the top level and big Al's like, you know, got thumbs up or his arms out and I'm pointing up to big Al and like, I love, love that picture. Was that from this trip? Uh, no pre, well, maybe it was, I can't remember. Cause I did, I had a similar interaction with him on the roof the last two times, but I know they're out and around, but he, they also go up top whereas I think in like 2020, they were only, only up top. Up top. Yep. And now I think I think yeah. it's both. But yeah. I think that's so cool. I, and the fact that you can still, you know, interact with those characters. And I have a great photo of Big Al with both kids with their arms wrapped around Big Al, big smiles. Like, the fact that you can just do that is great, that they still have that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a big one for me. Not only because I love Big Al so much, but... Because my kids loved it, and it's just it's just a fun character interaction for literally anybody who's back in Frontierland. They're so funny, and I mean, I'm, the name of this bear escapes me, but he's got the scariest looking face. But he's so funny. Who's oh, the one of the big eyes and the, the teeth that are all spread apart? I'm gonna look it up while you're doing your next one. I'll, I'll okay. get back to you. All right. So that's my number two is Big Al and the Country Bears. Yeah, my number two is the Evil Queen. At um, Storybook Dining. Oh, right. You were telling me about this. It is simultaneously terrifying and just also, like, really cool. Uh, The Evil Queen is definitely, like, sitting there staring you down while you eat your dinner. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And, of course, you don't call her the Evil Queen. She is just the queen. Or she got mad, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to call her the Evil Queen. Um, But the interaction never breaks character. I... I mean, I've seen interactions, I've seen videos online of, of people trying to get her to break character, and um, it is definitely not happening. She's having none of it. Uh, so what I would say is that it's a great uh, interaction with a character that you don't get to see very often, um, unless you're there during like Halloween times and villains after hours type stuff. Um, and even with kids... Uh, like my daughter obviously was four years old when she met, and it was not too terrifying. Was she ner- oh, okay. I was just gonna yeah. say, was she nervous? Again, so. I think it's the fact that she wasn't wearing a big anthropomorphic like mouse head. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Right. So, um, but yeah, it was. It, it's a great uh, interaction that I wish you didn't have to go to. Oh, it's a great restaurant. Don't get me wrong, um, but I wish you didn't have to pay to go to this amazing restaurant to also see. And have that interaction. Um, didn't so th- there are times when she won't sign autographs. When we were there, that wasn't the case. But I've heard of other times where when you ask for her autograph, you just get a postcard or whatever. But like that's eh. that's okay. Like whatever. It's uh, that doesn't bother me. Does she have a handler that walks around with her too? Uh so she does not move. Like there is so that is a actual photo pass opportunity at the oh, end. Oh, so she's not walking around the tables. No. So the one who walks so the ones who walk around the tables are the dwarfs? The uh so Dopey, Grumpy, and Snow White. And then at the end, as you're as you're leaving, it's your meet and greet at the end. Oh similar cool. to how they do I don't think I ever knew that. Uh, yeah, similar to how they do Pluto at the end of um Ohana breakfasts when you leave or how they do 
um, I'm trying to think of the other one. Uh, oh, Tigger at the end of uh, 1900 Park Fair breakfast. They do that. Um, so when you're leaving, you meet and greet. It's it's kind of like the the reverse order of how you do things for Cinderella's Royal Table, where at Cinderella's Royal Table, you meet Cinderella, then go upstairs. Uh, here, at the end of your dinner, as you're walking out, you can go and meet the evil queen, and there is a photo pass um, photographer there. So that's pretty cool. That's cool. It is. It, it was. It's a great interaction because I always think it's amazing how well they stay in character. That's my number two. My kids are 13 and 15, and I really feel like if we were to go to that storybook dining, Mm -hmm. they would love it just as much. Oh, yeah. I feel like they're, you know, they're definitely, you know, middle school and and teen and high school ages. I feel like they would be like, let's do it. Absolutely. You know, I think it's it's great for any ages. I just want to point that out because, you know, I still, I don't think they're too cool for it. I think it's, you know. Magic is magic. Correct. Uh, I looked it up, and it's Wendell. Wendell is the scary, <laughs> not scary, but like odd looking, odd looking one. This is the <laughs> one with the mandolin. Yes, really, really mm. funny character. Uh, my number one, and I'm gonna guess we may overlap on this one. Possibly, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you're gonna have for number one. My number one. This is seems a- like the most obvious number one ever. I don't know that we're gonna overlap. Put it that what? way. I this is not on your top five. I don't know. Let's see. Go ahead. Are you going to tell me if it is right away? Yeah, I'll tell you right you away. You just say yes or no. Yep. My Go number ahead. one is Mickey Mouse. It is not my top five. What? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't believe Mickey is not your number one. No, it's not. Oh, my God. Okay. Moving on. Mickey Mouse is my number one. Uh, there's no character for me that makes makes it more magical than just being able to see Mickey Mouse in person. And when I was younger, there was a lot there. Minnie was walking around a lot. I have a lot of pictures of me with Minnie, but I don't, I don't have any photos of me just with Mickey Mouse. And I think one of the first times that we got a photo with Mickey was at, um, when we did character breakfast at chef Mickey's. But to me it's Mickey, but it's like, it's kind of like when in the eighties, if you were to buy like an action figure, like we'll use He-Man, for example, it's kind of like if you buy He-Man, but they don't have regular He-Man. You have to get like He-Man with the battle armor or like He-Man in the Christmas outfit. That doesn't exist. That's a joke. So for me, meeting Mickey with the chef's hat, still really cool, but he's got a chef's hat on. I want just like Mickey. You know what I mean? I want the regular He-Man. You see what I'm saying here? You've never met regular Mickey? Well, we did. We did oh, on our last trip. I was going to say, that was yeah. your first time? With regular Mickey, yes. It's the first time that, like... That line is ridiculous to wait in, but it, it is we it did. Is pretty cool. They we waited. Were, we did it. Did I tell you the story about how there were the teenagers screwing around yeah. and, and you got, we got them trouble. kicked out? Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. That's the teacher and <laughs> me. The teacher and you. Oh, heck yeah. I'm going to write make, you excuse up. Excuse me. Uh, these kids are being inappropriate. Boom, they were gone. Uh, so my number one's Mickey, and uh, a couple times where you know you can see mickey obviously are the different character breakfasts uh what's the name of the one in epcot that you really enjoyed where mickey was what's the Uh, name of the garden grill garden grill the circular breakfast man i wish we could have done that too so there's chef mickey's we got to meet him in town square the different character breakfasts so for me my number one is mickey mainly because that you know that's the top mouse right there he's the it all started with a mouse and it started with mickey and it's for me, it's like that's the the pinnacle of my collection with getting photos for not only my family but my kids. I want one with with us with Mickey Mouse. So my number one on this list 
is Mickey Mouse. What the heck is your number one? So first, I this just want to explain, explain myself. Okay. I grew up in the Adirondacks. So I know, trust me, I got a There point aren't here. any moose characters. Not, I, have a, I have a point. I'm going to get there. Okay. <laughs> I, I grew up in the Adirondacks and um, I never understood why people vacationed to the Adirondacks. And I never understood why people talked about how beautiful it was. I never understood why people talked about these gorgeous mountains. Because I have, I had gorgeous mountains everywhere. I grew up with them, right? It's, right. Like, it's like people that aren't around bodies of water. Like right. we could walk a couple miles and we're at a lake. Right. You know? So for me, Mickey is that at Disney, meaning he's everywhere. And so maybe I take it for granted, but the fact that you can meet Mickey as a farmer, Mickey as an artist over at Topolino's, Mickey as um, you know, Mickey as a chef, Mickey as Mickey on Main Street. Um, you can meet all these different Mickeys, right? Uh, Safari Mickey, all of them. Oh, right. That's it, in um, that's Animal at, Kingdom. Uh, at Tusker House. Tusker House, right. It, it starts to get to a point for me where I just start taking it for granted. And I think that's why he doesn't make my list. That and because I'm wor- I have. I'm worried that you're going to get hate mail. I'm fine with it. I have thick skin. Uh-oh. And I am not Team Mickey. I am. And I'm not. Num- I he's am not team... my number one out of pressure. It's just. No. That, that's my guy. I'm Team Donald. Okay. I'm a Donald. Right? I like Donald, too. So You are a so Donald, though. Number, that's true. Number one on my list You're is, definitely a Donald. is Donald. Okay. I love it. I love Donald Duck because, like, I'm, I'm thinking of one in particular interaction at Tusker House. So you're at Donald's restaurant. It's it's his restaurant, right? It's not Chef Mickey's. This really is Donald's, Donald's Safari, really, if you want to think of it that way. Um, and my son was wearing his Donald Duck hat. You know, the ones with the duck bill. He has one oh, of those, I love those. with a duck bill. Yeah, they have and, Pluto ones too. And those are great. And had, Goofy. Yeah, and Donald had autographed it earlier in our trip, Donald number one, right? As oh. he always autographs everything, Donald okay. number one. And he was wearing it, and when Donald came around, he gave him this big giant hug and loved it. And then when Mickey came around, Mickey took his hat off and like made him like put it in his pocket, like you know, joking with him and stuff like that. And it was a fun back and forth because that's, that's great. a great character breakfast, by the way. Great character interact or character meals, like breakfast, lunch, dinner. Um, but for me, the way that Donald acts, um, I feel like he emotes better. What I mean by that is like it's very hard with those characters. Right, the only person on my list that wasn't a face character other than Donald was Chewie, and and that's because Chewie doesn't talk anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, but Donald, you know, they can't talk, they can't communicate, but he does so well. Every time, every Donald I've ever met does so well with the body, body language, language yeah. that I feel they do even better than Mickey. And I will tell you that if I were going to rank interactions of the Fab Five. Mickey's not even number two. So I would go Donald, then Minnie, then Mickey. Uh, I wouldn't. I would do number two. I would do Goofy. Oh, Goofy's really good. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, Goofy's so, great. But, Goofy's so funny. Yeah. Like b- the way like he moves his legs and putting his hand over his yeah. mouth. Yeah. I just, Donald really does a good job of like, I've, I've seen him interact with Daisy where like, you know, from across the way he'll see Daisy and like, you know, you can, he's not blushing, but you can tell he's blushing. And, you know and what I'm hold, saying? he holds his heart yeah, yeah, like to show he, he's in love. Yeah, they like, do a good job of that. I, I really 
the interactions with Donald, I think, are better than the interactions with, with Mickey. That, and that's fine. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong with that. No. I'm saying, like, for me, Mickey Mouse is, that's the classic. That's the pinnacle. So it's at the top for me. So, But based on what you're saying, oh, it's hard for me to argue and say, you're wrong. You don't like, you need to like Mickey more. It's just, basically what we're doing is, it's apples and oranges. They're both great fruit. Yeah. It's just. If I'm ranking my best interactions, I've got to go with Donald over Mickey, and Mickey's not in my top five. We had that, great interactions on, that's on, not, on Main Street. That's not to say that Mickey doesn't interact well. That's to say that that's how good Donald is. And also, I I don't, I just, I think, like I said, it's the impact of there's a Mickey around every corner. It's not like it used to be. Right, it used to be like you, you. It was harder, right? Because they wanted, they didn't want, they didn't want to, um, uh, they didn't want to break that fourth wall or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and so Mickey could be in one spot at one time. It doesn't seem like it's that way sure. anymore. Like everywhere you look, there's a new, there's a different Mickey dressed in a different outfit. And every time I see Mickey in a different outfit, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So you're, you know, you're going in, you're waiting at Town Square, you're getting your picture done with Mickey. You come out and parades going by, and it's like, wait a second. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I mean. Maybe it's not quite that bad because I don't think they do it during the parade. But yeah. but my point is that, you know, I think it's just over – for me, that's what it is. It's, it's a saturation point just like it, it was with mountains when I was growing up. Yeah. Now when I go back, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Uh, I can't believe how beautiful this place is. Yeah, because you're but, away from them. Right. I just, you know, we're basically flatlanders is what I feel like down mm-hmm. here even though it's not. Um, so, yeah, for me, I would say that uh, Donald is my number one – and specifically, Donald at Tusker House, where he has a little bit of swagger because he owns the joint. So <laughs> it's kind of fun. Cool. Yeah, and it's uh, Safari Donald. He's he's definitely having a fun time. Cool. That's my number one. You said you, before we started uh, recording, you said you have a, a lot of honorable mentions. Yeah, oh yeah. I'll go through them quick. I'm not going to cool. spend too much time, but Chewbacca, we talked about already. Yeah. That one was on there. Um, my son had some awesome interactions with Stitch. Um, that was a really good one when they did the Stitch meet and greet across from Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. I'm not sure what they're going to turn that into, but that was a great one, our Stitch meet and greet. I also had Merida, that the whoever they they cast, I don't know if they're literally Scottish or not, but their accent, anytime I hear it, is always on point. Yeah, so I would agree. They do a great job with casting on that. Uh, one we didn't mention that I think is super cool, and this is another one that ro- roams the park, is Kevin from up oh, yeah. Kevin and if you don't know who it is it's the giant bird and by giant I mean yeah. this Kevin is huge and yeah. he walks around animal she. kingdom she. she right it's a she thank you and uh it's anytime I see Kevin it's like Kevin run and we <laughs> I texted my wife I'm like Kevin's out here we gotta come see Kevin yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good Um, let's see imagination pavilion. They do, um, a couple there and that's, you know, it's, it's not incredible, but it's, it's kind of fun. They wreck it Ralph and Vanellope and, uh, joy from inside out. Those were, were kind of fun. I don't think sadness meets anymore, but joy and sadness we met. Oh, uh, sadness. I I knew that there was another one because they had two from each. Yeah. And, um, right now I think it's just joy and wreck it Ralph, but it was when we were there and I think wreck it Ralph had just left. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, the beast is cool. I had that one on my list just because it's, it's just an exciting one when you're eating at be our guest and the beast comes walking through, you know, you don't really have a great interaction with it, but it's, it's, that's the exciting moment when you're at be our guest and when you see the beast. So is it on my list? No, it's just kind of cool. 
Yeah. You know, it's the, that's the exciting part of that particular meal. Do you have anything? Uh, well, Mickey was on my honorable mention, but obviously I've been roasted for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I, I get it, though. <clears throat> like, you explained it well. Uh, divine. Have you ever oh, right. seen Divine? The, yeah, another Kingdom. good Animal Kingdom one. Um, you know, that, that's, a, that's a really cool one. Yep. Uh, you could walk right by and not even realize it. I, I, I think it's a really genius uh, meet and greet, honestly. Um, Stitch was also on mine, but not Stitch there. Stitch at Ohana. Yeah, which I have not experienced. Yeah, Lilo and Stitch over at Ohana. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because when you guys ate there, it was pandemic, right? Yep. They had no characters there, and then they brought Stitch back after our trip last summer. Yeah, and then I would say the Mad Hatter at 1900 Park Fair was hilarious. Um, he was using some rhymes with my son's name that were, um, you know, kind of potty humor, if you will. Um, so, you know, stuff that rhymed with his name, not in a, not in a bad way, but it was funny. To, and my daughter still will say something to, to my son about it. <laughs> funny. So I think that 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 was good. The Mad Hatter was was pretty was pretty clutch. Cool. Um, so yeah, that's another one. Cool. Well, if you have any that you liked that we maybe forgot about, throw them up on social media. Oh, we love seeing me. that stuff. Trust me, these listeners—they've been good. They, they yell at us. Good. Yeah, no, I was no. screaming at my at my radio while I was in the car. I get I get that at least at least once a week. So. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna get that on this episode. Too. <laughs> I'll probably get. I, I probably will get some hate mail, and that's okay. That's okay, <laughs> folks, because I do love Donald. All right, it's a great big beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow's just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon. 